We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Vince, let's dive into the offense, man. Let's talk about the Notre Dame offense from t- – or defense, excuse me. We're going to talk defense first because when you play ball. the way that Notre Dame played defense today, <laughs> you deserve to get talked about more. Yeah. Uh, an- another outstanding performance by this unit, Vince. You know, as we talked about, they only – they held Pitt to 255 yards. What did I say? 129 of that was against the backup defense in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, I, if I'm looking at these stats correctly, uh, Pitt had – Two drives in the fourth quarter that started in the fourth quarter. Uh, one of them ended in the fourth quarter. They had two fourth quarter drives, so they got yep. 92 yards in the fourth quarter alone. So, you know, I'm not good at math, but that's a big chunk of your total yardage you got in the fourth quarter against Notre Dame's right. backups. And, and then, then Notre the other Dame had already 37 yard drive where they right. punted was also against the backup unit. Right. Um, they put their backups for, in the for third nickel. quarter. Right. <laughs> except so weird. But uh, just an <laughs> excellent, excellent game. I mean, you know, the Notre Dame defensive tackles made an impact today without doing anything. Yeah. I mean, like that, like that's the first thing that stood out to me, Vince. There's two things that stood out to me. Number one is the Notre Dame D tackles did almost nothing statistically today. Howard Cross, D line, I mean, just D line, period. Howard Cross had two tackles, uh, one hurry, according to Notre Dame. Riley Mills had one tackle, one tackle for loss. Jason Onye had a tackle. I'm looking at Gabriel Rubio to see if I can find him. I don't I don't see any statistics for him nope. Nope. in this game. Uh, but here's the deal. Do you know why? Because Pitt basically gave up between the tackles. They gave <laughs> they up did. on doing anything between the tackles before the yeah. game even started. Like everything they did running the ball that even had a modicum of success were like those little outside zones, those little quick pitches where they were trying to get the ball outside. A couple times they got options. leverage. Yeah, and, and, and just – the, the the defensive line, the defensive tackles, but but the defensive line as a whole basically punked Pitt before this game even started. Vince. Oh yeah, like they they didn't try to run. I I can't remember them running downhill until like the third quarter, like second third quarter. I I mean they were they were, and then the other thing is the quick game, the pass game. They took no shots down the field early. Well, they took one against Jaden Mickey in the second quarter. 
but just no hardly any deep shots until Xavier picks them. I mean, like early in the game, they were quick game and running oh, outside, yeah. and their name was, it was like kind three of yard, easily. Yeah, it's a bunch of three yard passes. Yeah. It's like okay, yeah. go for it. Like you, you can yeah. have your three yard passes. It's not even going to get you a first down if you're going to do that. And they were doing that repeatedly, right? And right. so those that, those are wins for for the defense yeah. if that if that is what you're going to do. And the reason that they had to do that also was because there was they were getting so much pressure up front some really well-timed blitzes also yeah. at the very beginning of this game and in the first yeah delayed blitzes too vince you, yes. you picked up on that when we were outside you're like dude they're just doing like like slight delays let the protection and then flying like maris yeah. had that was the first play the of the sack. game it was the first play of the game it was yeah. a delayed blitz by maris he he allowed the the right tackle to kick out to the right and then the other guys just kind of crashed down and it was like the parting of the red sea and all of a mm -hmm. sudden whoo here comes maris yeah and this doesn't go unnoticed, folks. Not only did he get in the backfield, he also made the play, which, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll you know, <laughs> in the past, that might yeah. not have been the case, right? But he got back there, he made the play, slung the, you know, the quarterback down. And that was a huge, like, that was a statement play for your first play of the game, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. it just kind of set the tone no. for the rest of the like, game. You guys frankly. have no chance. Like, no, no chance, chance offensively yeah. against this yeah. defense. And so, yeah. I mean, that was, that was just a lot of fun to watch. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I think they got inside the 50 like twice in the first two and a half quarters. One ended at like the 49-yard line. The other one was the missed field goal. 
where they they actually did some things to take advantage of Notre Dame, what they'd been doing, like blitzing the linebacker, hit a couple overs behind the blitzers, a slant behind the blitzers, and then Notre Dame adjusted and took it away, uh, st- stalled them out, and and um, and enforced a field goal, which was missed. Yeah. So, uh, but just, you know, and the D-line played well when given a chance. They just, for the first really two quarters, they didn't get much of a chance. And then a couple right. times they did try to drop back and throw the ball. The guy had a dude in his face, and he was just – Get, trying to get rid of the ball, you've thrown it away, or you know, and and uh, you know, and here's the other thing too. Obviously, Notre Dame played without Benjamin Morrison in the game. He didn't play yeah. uh, quad injury, so they decided not to have him go. Hopefully, he'll be okay next week. And then Cam he, Hart left in the middle. He of the wanted game. to go. I want to. I want to. What I heard, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what we're hearing. He wanted to go, yeah. but they're like, you know, we got this, and right. they did. Obviously, there's just uh, no need to well. to risk it. A, right. You know, a quad. Although, the, again, the, with all the hammies and quads and all that other kind of stuff, that sure. that needs to be addressed. But anyway, uh, so but you know, defensively, your your run defense was outstanding. Like they got a couple, got a couple plays late. You know, I think their two biggest runs came in the second half when Notre Dame was kind of, you know, starting to put some young guys in the game and and um, you know, really did. A, I thought really did a good job of shutting down, you know, Pitts, just. Any kind, they couldn't get any kind of rhythm, Vince. I mean, if they tried well, to throw down the field, the guy didn't have yeah. any time. Like, and and they hit a couple like little outside zones and a quick pitch early, and then Notre Dame adjusted and just took that away. And then they start right. trying to run that and speed option, and they're just blowing that up. And it's just, yeah, they couldn't. I, do I you took the words right out of my mouth because I was just about to say another thing that I liked about the defense as a whole. Since we're kind of doing the whole thing, I I really like how they adjusted to some of the things that worked for Pitt early, not well, but they still worked. You know, getting outside and things like that, and and the funny thing is, they just kept going back to that pitch, and they kept going back to that like speed option. It's like, guys, that that's clearly not going to work because they they began gang tackling at that point. And Notre Dame, I mean, they they have gotten really really good at just flying to the football and just being around the football in space, and their tackling has gotten markedly better over the last few weeks. I mean, they're. Their open field tackling, I think, has just gotten yeah. so much better. It's well, so obvious. Couple things, Vince, about that. Number one, and we saw this especially today. Part of the reason is is they're just not letting guys get free in space. They're getting to the ball so quickly now, yeah, that guys don't have a chance to make a miss. And the other thing is, and we saw this especially today. Thomas Harper had a couple plays like this. Xavier Watts had a couple plays like this, where you know, they're flying downhill, but when they're engaging, they're under control a little bit more. Yes. So they're not just flying by guys. And and so they're trying to cut back inside, but Notre Dame's there to tackle. So you, what I like today, Vince, is is Al Golden was aggressive with his linebackers, but it was always it was usually like one linebacker at a time. It was right. basically run stunts. Yes. And and so and so then he was using the other guy to cover and you know, mixing up where they came from. They were coming A-gap weak. They were coming B-gap weak, A-gap strong. They're coming off the edge. Like, there was a couple – there was one time where they blew the whistle dead on a delay game, and I'm thinking they are so lucky that they blew that dead because Notre Dame had two guys coming off the edge that were about to yeah, oh commit a felony against that quarterback. <laughs> like, it was – you know, and it's just like – it, you know, and, and Pitt's not a bad pass pro team. And Notre Dame made their their. I mean, they only had two sacks, but they had a ton of pressures. Two of the interceptions oh, yeah. were to me were were both because of to me pressure. You know, the kids just trying to get rid of the football. If not three of the interceptions, because it's trying to get rid of the football because somebody was coming. Right. Well, the Christian Gray and, interception obviously was yeah. uh, 
was a pressure situation. Oh yeah, I mean, there, I, there if was I remember, a bunch. Yeah, I'd have to go back and watch the one to Xavier Watts again. But it, but one of the first two was a pressure. I think the second one, well, first one. I think the first one was there. Was, at least there was wasn't a pressure, but there was somebody coming quickly and just like I just got to get rid of the ball. That so I, I yeah. thought I. But yeah, but but the tackling thing to me, Vince, is I, is I feel like Al Golden is being aggressive, but I do it does seem to, and I could be completely wrong. I, if I broke it down, I may just like no, they're doing this. I don't feel like he's doing as much stuff, and he's doing less six and six man pressures and things like that. And I and I feel like he's just like triggering one guy, which is basically what almost all teams do when you're when you're playing yeah. a team that wants to try to run football. And and uh, it just sound and and as as he as he backs off some of that stuff and he just lets his kids fly to the ball. And Marcus Freeman talked about it, you know, during a bye week or like last week, like, you know, we're just, we want guys playing fast. That's part of the reason the tackling is getting, getting better. Cause you're just guys aren't able to turn, turn around and get going. Yeah. I mean, they're catching the ball. And as soon as they're there, there's a guy making them, you know, they got to try to make miss and, and Pitt doesn't have the playmakers to really hurt Notre Dame, but you're like, well, neither did central Michigan. And you had a bunch of missed tackles then, yeah, exactly. You know, and 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 so uh, they've really continued to improve and just had a really dominant yeah. performance today. And and, uh, and and again, 255 yards is way more than it than they really had. I mean, as far as like in in normal minutes, like if they would have kept if both teams would have kept their starters in the game, Pitt doesn't get to 200 yards of offense. Agree. You know? and, and Notre Dame doesn't get to 500. I mean, it's probably true. I would. I mean. Mm. I mean, their offense hadn't been stopped all game. I, I mean, mean, that's Pitt true. hadn't really stopped Notre Dame all game. And Notre, the only the only buddy, the only team that kept Notre Dame from scoring eighty days, Notre Dame. I that's mean, true. honestly, like I yeah, I don't remember them coming up with a single actual quote unquote stop today. Really, you know, I mean, it was it was Notre Dame would drive, turn it over, drive, turn it over, yeah. drive, oh, you know, miss a wide open guy on fourth down, which right. we'll get into. But yeah, I'm actually watching the first interception that Xavier had. They, I just saw it. Howard Cross is right in the guy's face. Yeah, so, that was the I one mean, where so, he came over the top, was playing center field, right? Yeah, he, yep, it, that was yep. really nice. Yeah, it was the ball was in the air. And I was like, Watts, he's gonna pick it off. Like, I mean, it was so. Yeah. so that's when yeah. we were still obviously out on the balcony, and and mm -hmm. uh, we can see the whole field, and it's such a great view. But yeah, I mean, that ball went in the air, and I I just saw Xavier Watts and how he was playing yeah. that ball. I was like, he's gonna pick that off, no problem. Yeah. You know. Yep. So that was beautiful. So it, it it was good to see that Vince. I mean, schemat. So I liked what I saw schematically and then execution wise. I just, I mean, everybody just kind of did, did their job today. I I don't know that anyone played like brilliantly, although you could argue Xavier Watts Again. came close. But I don't know that anyone was like, oh my gosh, like I was brilliant. It's just everybody was really good. It just, it, and that's what it, it was just a. That's what was so good about the USC game is, yes, Xavier played really well and Riley Mills played really well and, you know, JD played really well, but it's like everybody played well. Yeah. Like, there wasn't that eight guys doing their job and three not, which right. had kind of been the issue earlier in the season. I'd be like, hey, oh, so I, I like the call, but this guy didn't do what he needed to do and that guy didn't do what he needed to do. It's like they're just so sound. And a couple times Pitt did some stuff early that I felt was more about uh, – showing some wrinkles and and trying to get outside of Notre Dame's pressures. And they got a couple like eight yard gains and a nine yard gain and, and a couple quick, but then Notre Dame made quick adjustments and then like, okay, that's not working anymore. And, and that uh, was an impressive performance, man. It was a really impressive performance just all around D line wise Vince, as we talked about, I mean, when you can punk a team before the game even starts, you're, you're going to have a day. You're yeah. Gonna have a day. Yeah, and, and uh, what I really liked also defensively as a whole was 
we know the kind of defensive performance that Notre Dame had against USC. And it was, okay, is this an anomaly? You know, this kind of just stifling, fly to the football, punk you, physical defense. Is this a one-off? Or is this who this team is becoming? Right. Right. And I think that was a legitimate question mark coming out of the bye. And on the first play, it was like, hey, Dedario, we're still here. You know, right. it's like, okay, right. this the defense is here to play. And they and they played that way the entire game. And so yeah. I'm I'm hoping, and I think it's accurate that that's who this defense, that's who this team is becoming on the defensive side of the ball. And it's just I just love a defense yeah. like this, man. I just absolutely love watching it. And it was uh it's a lot of fun to watch today. It's yeah. a lot of fun to watch. It was. And, and and when you when you look at like you you say that like look Pitt stinks, right? Offensively, sure. we said it all week. Pitt stinks. But Notre Dame did what you're supposed to do when you're a really good defense against a team that stinks. Yeah. You should dominate them. I mean, that's that's what they did. And I, I it, good all around effort. I thought the linebackers played well today. I don't, I mean, even like the mayor's sack, like it was a good play, but it's kind of like he's kind of wide open, right? He just kind of did his job, but like that's sure. good. That's good. That's, that's good. like yeah. that's not that's yes. what I want to see from them. I want to see them just right. doing their job. And and because when, when they're able to just do their job, they're talented players, and you see it, you see the athleticism. Like the best play that Marist had is like when that quarterback, like that. The sack was fine, but like that was a play call. You came wide open. Like if you don't make a sack there, you shouldn't be playing. But there was the play in the second half. I think it was a third, second down. Guy bootlegs, and Marist shows like he's coming, but then reads the quarterback like he wants to throw, and then kind of slows up and then jumps up and breaks up the pass. Like that's more instinctive than it is. Okay, you know you 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 went out and made this great you know, athletic play or, or whatever the case may be. It was a really instinctive play and, and it was a disciplined play. It's like, don't overcommit to the quarterback. And then he throws it behind you. Don't stay back. And, and then, you know, let him, let him uh, run for an easy first down. Like the guy was kind of in no man's land and, and, and he made it hard on him. And so I just, I was, I was in, pleased by what i saw there very pleased with, with what i saw there so that was a that was a good performance for sure good performance yeah but but i i want to talk about this vince yeah what you got the notre dame secondary has really just been lights out the last two weeks yeah they have. and and here's the wild thing i said this to you during the during the game and i just said it to a buddy on my way home notre dame has the best cornerback tandem in college football I, I I believe that. I've been saying it for a while. But by the middle of the second quarter, neither one of them were playing. And nothing changed. Yeah, Nothing exactly. was different. Nothing. And and the only, quote-unquote, bad play from the secondary was Jaden Mickey missing a chance for a pick six. Like him letting a pick six that he read perfectly go right through his hands. Then he made another bad play. They hit a double move on him that would have gone for a touchdown if, if, if it was a better right. pass. Yeah, but what does Jaden do? He bounces back, yeah. breaks a couple balls, and then finally gets the pick six. Sure. Right? Got rewarded finally. Yeah. And that was off of a pressure. Again, it was off of a pressure. But, you know, so you're watching Christian Gray go out there and you're like, he looks fine. He looks, doesn't look like a freshman, like being thrown into a oh shoot or an injury he, situation. Honestly, was, there was 
there was one point, Brian, and, and uh, to to capitalize on what you were just talking mm-hmm. about, about him not looking like a freshman, there were times where he was putting guys in position. He turned around to the secondary and he was relaying calls from the sideline to other guys in the secondary. And he was kind of pointing where they needed to be like that. That's not a freshman, man. Like that. He is obviously mentally in a place where he's not a freshman anymore. And I think that's awesome, man. They had a lot of faith in him because they were basically splitting reps with, uh, uh, with him and, uh, seven by his name escaping me, uh, Help me out here, Brian. Jaden Mickey. Jaden Mickey, thank you. Him and Mickey were basically splitting reps the entire game when they knew that Benjamin Morrison was going to be out. So a lot of faith in two young guys right there to have them splitting reps. Mm-hmm. And also, by the way, a lot of faith in Cam Hart to be playing both the field and the boundary, depending on which guy was in. So mm-hmm. it, it was very interesting, and it just shows how deep the secondary is, man. From top to bottom, it's like, Okay, well, they're going to roll somebody else out there and they're going to be just fine. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was, man, if anybody's paying attention nationally, they need to be paying attention to especially the corners, but the secondary as a whole. I mean, Xavier Watts, two games in a row. Holy cow. Like, well, you want to hear something wild, Vince. So here's, here's a little something for you. What was the stat I gave last year about last year? Notre Dame's secondary. Safety position only had eight pass defense passes defense That's all right. year. Yeah, INTs terrible. plus breakups. Xavier Watts through eight nine games has six picks, picks <laughs> just just right. picks, not even passes defense picks. So Vince, I mean, I'll let you talk about this. I, I, yeah, I got to step out for a second here, but I'll let you talk about it. But man, but dude, um, he has turned into an absolute dude, an absolute dude for this defense, and that has changed the complete. Com- it, it has completely changed the the complexion of this defense because it was solid corner safety play against with elite corner play. Now you're getting elite safety play at that spot, solid safety play at the other. Just do your job, and then now your corners right. and and Thomas Harper has bounced back really well from a couple shaky games, and he's the last two games played extremely well. The last two games as well. So this say this secondary as a whole is starting to become really elite. And not just because of the corners. Like they looked like an elite secondary today when Benjamin Morrison and Cam Hart were on the sidelines. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I and I will say, thank goodness that I saw number five on the sideline healthy, uh, at least appearing to be healthy, uh, you know, later on in the game, because we all saw him go up the ton. I don't know if they showed it on TV or not, 
but you know, he went into the locker room and Brian and I were both like, Oh boy, that this isn't good. And, and it looked like his arm was kind of hanging down by his side. And it was like, Oh geez, he's having the best season of his life. He's playing. I mean, he's, he's the best corner on Notre Dame's roster this season, at least the way he's playing. And now he's walking into the locker room with look like a dead arm. And it was like, Oh boy. So I was very happy to see him. He was celebrating on one of the plays, um, you know, later on. If somebody scored a touchdown, you could see him celebrating. And he had his helmet in his hand. So it was like, okay, Cam Hart's going to be fine. But there's no sense in putting him back in the game because of the way that things were going, right? And so, you know, that was very, very, very good to see. But the play of Xavier Watts, and I think that's what Brian wanted me to talk about while he was gone, but the play of Xavier Watts, man, you want to talk about taking a game to the next level. He has played so well, and it's just starting. He's just scratching the surface now in the last two games with what he's able to do. I think he leads the country right now in interceptions. I mean, the way he's playing center field out there, he just read the quarterback's eyes on that first interception, went over, played over the top. I mean, broke on the ball perfectly. It was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. And then, of course, the second interception. I mean, I don't think he's ever going to have an easier interception a day in his life. I mean, it, the ball was thrown right to him. And, and right, he was but he was there. But he was there. Yes. You, you got to be where you're supposed to be to absolutely. make that play. Yeah. I have great. some good news. I just I just got word to – I just talked to somebody. And uh, so Cam Hart had a bruise off his elbow. He could have gone back in. Yeah. But it was a blowout. They didn't need that's what I So that's, that's what I figured. Because he it wasn't a shoulder. It was yeah. a, it, he hurt his elbow on that play, and it was right. a bruise. So a, I was called told bone contusion. So that's it, you know if that holds up to be true, that's huge, huge. Yeah, so that's a, you, that was my big was, concern. It was later on in the game. I said this while you were gone. He, they they showed him celebrating with somebody. And he had his helmet in his hand. Like if you're injured, they take your helmet away. Like you're not going back in. He had his helmet in his hand. He was on the sideline. I was like, okay. Obviously, Cam Hart is fine, but they're not putting him back in because why? And you know, if he's got a busted up shoulder, he's not there smacking dudes on the helmet after celebrating. Exactly. Either. Yes, 100% agree. Right. They, he would have been in the locker room. He's not coming back out. Right. Certainly not dressed with a helmet in his hand. So And shoulder pads you know, on. If he yeah, had a shoulder exactly. injury, he doesn't have his shoulder pads on in the no. second half. Yeah. No, absolutely. So that was a great sign. Very happy to hear that. Very, very happy to hear that. So Right. But yeah, Vince, just to the – to your point about Xavier, though, but like you've got to be in the right spot to make those plays. Sometimes For picks sure. like that happen, but you've got to be in the right spot. Well, and, and the same thing with Dave Mickey, key. right? I mean, it, it was funny. You said you leaned over to me when you know we watched that play happen. You know, the ball gets thrown right to him. He's in the right place. You know, he was obviously ball hawking the entire game. He just hadn't made a play on it yet. Makes this play, scores the touchdown, and and the, we have like a separate announcer in the press box. And the the announcer in the press box was like, okay, the the pass was intended for so and so. And you look right at me, you're like, are they just making this up? Because there was right. nobody with a white jersey on anywhere near that ball. Right. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious because I, there was nobody around. It was I, great. I wasn't taking a shot at the guy. I was just kind of having no. some fun. Like, <laughs> like the quarterback didn't even know who the intended target was. Like, he just was trying to get rid of the football. He wasn't exactly who the heck he was throwing to. Exactly. I mean, uh, they got to put but, something um, down in the stats, right? Right. The stat sheet. I you mean, know, it's got to be intended. He made somebody, the right but... thing. I just was kind of, I was, it was, was funny. Kind of no, being was... a little bit silly, but yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it, was uh, it was pretty funny. It was pretty yeah. funny. But yeah, it was a uh, the Notre Dame safety position, man. It just, it, it really is. 
it really well, it, is. Yeah, it's becoming something, and it and it's like what what we said during the summer and off season. Vince was there's only one guy back there that has a chance to be a star player, yeah. and that's Xavier Watts. You know, and and they need him to become that guy, and he's becoming that guy. You know, and and he's had some moments. I mean, it's it's not like he hasn't had any moments before. He's had some moments, but now it's like becoming more of a. This is yeah. just kind of who he is because and yep. it wasn't just the two picks, right? Like you could take away the two picks from today and just watch what he did in the run game and playing the alleys and doing those kind of things yes. and still say had a pretty good day, pretty good game. You know, I mean, he, 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 he did some really nice things in this game. I mean, like the one of the interceptions or one of the misses, like, you know, they, he jumps an in route and it just, you're just watching him play and you're just like, he's playing at a really high level and he's playing yeah. with incredible confidence. Yes. And that's such an important thing. This second to Thomas Harper is playing with a great deal of confidence. And you, you, you know, you're really seeing that you're, you're starting to see it. This is what this secondary can be, but it, it really starts outside. It, it does. And you saw Cam Hart when he was in the game was playing boundary and field. Yes, exactly. Because so when Mickey was in the game, they had Mickey at the field and, and cause he's cams backup and then cam went to the boundary. And then when they had, Christian Gray in the game, they had Cam to the field because Ben Christian Gray is Benjamin Morrison's backup in the boundary. And I that was that was you know good. But this I mean, secondary Ben's it's the best second. I'm together. sorry, with all due respect, right now, they're the best secondary in college football. They are. And you can they, talk they, you can say what you're about to say about Cam. I I was just gonna say they're they're allowing Cam Hart to put together some pretty impressive film. Uh, you know, for the for the next level, playing both sides. And like I was I was ticked boundary. about the completion they got him on that over route too, because it was the the guy used the, the referee to pick him. It's just like I mean, totally legal play. It just sucks that it was a can. You know, it's just he he had to make it. Cam Hart had to make a decision: go under the ref and yeah. be way behind, or go over the ref and give up the underside. And that's why he was able to make that complete. I mean, either way, yeah. the guy's going to be open because of that. Um, I mean, it's a smart play, I guess, but mm -hmm. it just stinks because it made it look yeah. like Cam Hart wasn't where he was supposed to be or whatever. Right, right. I mean, you're going to give Which up something. not the case. Then. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So, so just overall, Vince, defensive performance, man, I was happy about it. I just yes. – there's not a lot else to say. There, it's just every part, of the, every part of the team played great. The D-line played well. Yeah. They were sound. It. They were – I mean, fundamentally sound. I mean, that's the thing. is like you can dominate a team and still be like, yeah, there were some – like, was it the Central the Tennessee State game? I think it was, Vince, where we're like, yeah, they dominated, but, um, you know, they were slot. They were just better than that team. They weren't, like, great. Central Michigan, they kept the points. It was like they didn't play well. You can – you can dominate an inferior opponent. And you can still say, man, they just – they were sloppy. They're just way better than that other team. You, you Today, you could see both. They're a way better coach team than Pitt, and and not scheme wise, right? That that's a given because Pitt's offensive scheme is just bleh. oh, and Signetti yeah. just his offenses of BC were that way. If you take Zay Flowers mm. off of those BC teams, they're right. even worse, right? And then his Pitt offenses have been kind of that way, right? And, and but it's but they're also they're also just more talented, but you're 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 more sound, you're more disciplined, you're more physical. Right. And that's what I like to see. Now they just got to keep building on it because, as you said, they don't play very good offenses down the stretch. And this, right? This, this, this was the worst of them. All right, <laughs> as bad as the next four, the next, the next three are offensively. You just played the worst of them, and um, yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, it, it's again, as long as the defense can keep just doing this, just keep dominating, keep being physical, keep flying to the football, you know, Al Golden, keeping it simple. Let his guys play. Let your guys do what they do. He had some great calls. Like I said, the delayed blitzes, not only were they good calls, but remember when when Golden first took over, and even even in the past, Notre Dame just wasn't really very good at delayed blitzing. Yeah. They just they just didn't yeah. execute it very well. To be honest, well, they, with you. they'd usually be too late. Yes. or they would show it too early. Right, they just weren't but good it was at it. really good. But it also shows that they have you can't delay blitz if you don't have good athletes. I mean, that's right. just the reality of it. And right. and, and and you know yeah. the other thing too, I liked Vince is is a couple of the mistakes that were made today. You saw them adjust. You saw either saw them adjust schematically, or you saw players bounce back. Jaden Mickey, for example, had those two bad plays. I think they were both on the same drive. I believe the missed interception, and then he gets so. beat on a yeah. double move. And if yeah. the quarterback throws a better ball, it's a touchdown. I mean, it's just, it just it just would have been. But then you see him come back. It doesn't phase him. He doesn't get his. He doesn't get put his head down. He doesn't. He just keeps ball. And and they went back to that same play, and he jumped it again. And this time, he got his hands on. I mean, it's the thing. So if you're going to jump that and try to pick it, you just, just got to make sure you. Get your hands at on it. Don't let him down. catch it. Yeah, at least knock right. it down. But he yeah. did it the next time. The next time he did that, he doesn't pick it off, but he he ba- breaks it up. And then the th- the interception to pick six was a different route. That was they were running an option route. Jaden read the quarterback, and the guy just threw wide. He was expecting the the, the tight end. The guy that ran the route actually did the right thing. He saw Jaden Mickey squeezing, and so he stopped in that window. The quarterback just had zero time to see Jaden Mickey because he was right. getting pressured. Yes. And Again, and um the line yeah. and the front seven giving pressure and allowing the secondary to cook and make plays. Right. I mean, right. it, you know, one affects the other, obviously, right? I know that's common right. sense, but it's so true. So maybe the yeah. defensive line didn't get a bunch of stats, right? They're gonna get their stats on like pro football focus when it comes to like hurries and you know, all of those different things because they were in the backfield for pit all night long and mm-hmm. forced those bad throws so whether they were either knockdowns or interceptions or whatever you know that front seven was was allowing the secondary to make plays all night long and they did that's the other thing they actually made those plays when given the opportunity so it's just it's just the symmetry of this defense and the way that they're playing complementary to each other and dominating I want to give Al Golden a little bit of props too because Al Golden's a guy that loves to play man coverage and Jaden Mickey's a good solid man player but he's more of a zone guy if you go back and watch that pick six that was zone so they're showing man i'm actually watching it now and i I thought this is what we saw live but i wanted to be sure but it's third and four notre dame tends to be a very heavy like man blink bringing pressure that kind of thing on that particular play number one xavier watts is on the sidelines on that particular play he wasn't even in that series they were rotating in but they're showing blitz they're showing two off the edge they end up zone dropping weak they end up uh bringing five but they brought two backers off the edge or two guys off the edge they dropped jordan patelho in the coverage and they slid their coverage over so they actually ended up playing like cover two the safety to that side dj brown moves over to trips he's actually playing over the top and and Ramon Henderson comes down, takes the option route, and Z- and Jaden Mickey's just sitting there. And I'm thinking, because like at first I'm like, okay, is did Jaden read that? Like he better hope he got that right. Because at first I didn't know if they were in zone. And then it's like Jaden kind of read it, but if he didn't read it right, or if the quarterback read it properly, maybe he throws it behind him. But I just watched DJ Brown flies right over top and p- takes away the go route. So it was it was clearly zone. 
And that's a good call too, because th- now you're playing to Jaden's strength. He's in the game, play to his strengths. Yeah. So yeah. Pops out golden for doing that. You know, I Absolutely. thought that was that was good. And so I wanted to see that again. And 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 that's that's what it was. So I do I, I do feel like, that. you know, again, to piggyback off what you said, I do feel like, especially after the first few games of the season, I feel like Al Golden really knows his defenders. Guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? He knows his guys. Yeah. And that wasn't the case last year. He didn't really know the yeah. strengths and the weaknesses of his guys yet. You know, he got here late, you know, all of those different things. And people will say, well, he had, you know, six months or whatever. But, like, you need time to get to know your guys. So if you're recruiting them, obviously you can get to know them that way. But when you're new and you're in fresh, it's it, it takes some time. It's mm-hmm. very clear. And it, a, a perfect example of is what you just said about Jaden Mickey and, and the, the fact that they were running zone there he's starting to know his guys know what they're good at, know what they're not good at and playing to those strengths and not playing against those weaknesses. Right. And it shows. And that's why these guys are able to play fast is as fast as they are because they're in their wheelhouse of ability. And mm-hmm. it's, I mean, again, it's, it's just fun to watch this defense. Yeah, bottom line. It it's is. Fun. It is. I, I, yeah, I, I think the final thing for me is, he is clearly coming up with good game plans. It's yes. not like he's just lining up, letting him just go play ball. Sure. But it does appear that he's scaled some things back. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to coach him up, make some great calls, but it, I'm going to let these kids play. It's going to be about them as much as it is about me. And that's where you, that's the balance you got to strike, man. It's the right. balance you got to strike. So I can watch this game, and if I'm an NFL scout or if I'm a team looking for a guy or I'm just evaluating the defense, I'm going to say, look, they called some good – he dialed up some stuff today. But I'm also watching and saying, but he's not getting too crazy and getting too cute yeah. like the Central Michigan game and some of those other games. You're like, dude, yeah. you're, just, you're just trying to show everyone how smart you are. He's showing now how smart he is, but also Correct. showing that he trusts his players. And that's the that's the sweet spot, man. And it is it is a thing of beauty. It really is a thing of beauty. So uh, before we go on to offense, Vince, we got some uh, – got some game balls so what is your who yeah, gets your man. game ball for today and to me what are the two biggest takeaways you had for the defense from the defensive performance today so i i'm gonna go and i know this is crazy right i'm gonna go game ball to xavier watts because sure. <laughs> and by the way the music that they played after his first pick can you oh that was you're sweet the, you're yeah. the music guy so um after so they got a dj at the thing now right like that dj dash or whatever but after his first pick, they immediately start playing DMX's X gonna give it like X gonna give it to you. And I'm like, oh, that's freaking sweet. Because Xavier Watts is known as X's teammates. I was like, oh, that's sweet. I love that's it. That's awesome. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it was beautiful. Was it was beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I wanted to bring that up for people that weren't at the stadium and probably obviously didn't hear that. So uh, but no, yeah, that was, Watts, that was that was perfect timing, yeah. It was, and they I, and they are getting inventive with the music. By the way, yeah, uh, playing uh, push it for the when they when yeah, the team when they kick a, he did up for he pushed it. He yeah. Pushed it. yeah, I, pushed I it also I it. also want to say uh, that Christian Gray is being a very selfish teammate because he stole a second interception from Jaden Mickey. If Christian <laughs> doesn't pick that off, Jaden does. Oh, He'd does undercut he really? the route. Oh yeah, I'm watching it now, Vince. When he like, jumped, when he jumped up. I'm being sarcastic about Christian being a selfish teammate. Uh, yes. But if he doesn't pick it off, Jaden Mickey does. Jaden Mickey was flying over from the other side of the field. He was going to undercut that and pick it off. Gotcha. And so that ball was getting picked off. No matter. <laughs> Somebody was picking that pass off. 
No I mean, doubt. the kid was trying to make a um, play, but man, you don't, you can't do that against those guys. Yep. It's just not going to work. So, so, so last, uh, last two yeah. Vince, last or two story. What'd you say your two storylines yeah. were? Did, so okay. I already, my, my biggest takeaway from this entire defensive performance, and I kind of already mentioned it is that I think this is who this defense is like USC was not a one-off and coming off of the bye, it was like, okay, are they going to be playing with energy? Are they going to come out? fired up are they going to continue to just dominate defensively and after play number one they get a sack on a delayed blitz and it's like yep that's who we thought they were and they just they played that way throughout the entire game and my so my biggest takeaway from this entire thing is this is who i think they are right now you know again they had a they had a bad second half against louisville yeah that's it yep so I, I think this is who this defense is. That's my biggest takeaway from this whole thing. You got, you got any others? I mean, I just I, – I think that's – I mean, that's that works for me, Vince. I mean, this is just yeah. a really good defense. They yeah. they played a bad offense and did exactly what you're supposed to do to a bad offense. They dominated it. I mean, Pitt never – there was no like – you had that one drive that barely got into field goal range. That was it. Yeah. I mean, that was it. I mean, if you – I think – Against you, the Carters. Right. I, I mean, you mentioned it, right? It, when they When you talk about where Pitt gave up the ball – they they were only in Notre Dame territory once in the second quarter for the missed field goal, and then twice, and those were against the backups. They ended up on the Notre Dame thirty eight, and they punted, and then they scored the touchdown again yeah. against backups. So they only even uh, entered. Yeah, I'm looking at it here on the drive sheet, Vince. The first <laughs> they only drive Notre Dame's territory yeah. one time against the starting once. D. Once. It's a good day. It's a good day at work. Yeah. Good day at work. 